0: Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel, And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today we've got Season 7, Episode 27, I Only Have
1: Eyes for You. Mary, what happened this week? Brelly is back and official enough to already be annoying the rest of the gang with how much time they're spending together. Especially when Kelly misses Girls Night with Donna and Claire but it's fine. Kelly decides she's going to make it up to all of them by cooking a big friend's apology dinner with all their favorite foods. Val decides to crash girls night, pretends to get too drunk to drive, and digs through Kelly's diary for secrets. Then she spills those secrets after two o'clock dance aerobics with Donna and Claire, which Kelly also couldn't go to because she's too busy making dinner to apologize for not spending time with her friends. But now her friends are too hurt to come to her apology party. Meanwhile, Brandon, David, and Steve check out a car show where Steve tries to cheat at a contest to test drive an electric car. The cheating isn't necessary, as he approaches just the right disgruntled, soon-to-be ex-employee who could not care less what happens to that car. He offers them a test drive at 3.30, only 30 minutes before Brandon has to be somewhere else. Long story short, Kelly's favorite childhood show was The Magic Morton Hour, and she always wanted the magic wand from that show. She asked her dad for it, but he never came through, and now Brandon is on a quest to get her this wand. Luckily, Nat knows a guy, the guy, actually, and Brandon can meet him at 4 o'clock, but he doesn't get there, because he and Steve decided to drive to meet the guy in a stolen electric car and end up getting arrested. But it's fine. Magic Morton, aka Tiger from An American Tale and Fival Goes West, I understand why Kelly stands is a believer in true love and helps Brandon get Kelly her wand and proof that her dad did order it for her after all. Val rubs her victory in Kelly's face, but it's short-lived because it turns out most people don't like it when you take pleasure in their icky feelings. Donna and Claire make Kelly a sorry for canceling on your apology dinner apology brunch, and Val isolates herself from the group again.
2: I wish there was a banner at brunch that said, sorry for missing your apology <laughs> dinner. Apology brunch.
0: <laughs> I do too. Cause like this whole run around, like just use saying it out loud and the actual order in which things happen and the reasons why these things happen. I'm like, yeah, we need no, this is, let's just <laughs> all get together and say, we're sorry and move on. <laughs> like,
2: Okay. This episode felt so much like filler because the only thing that's accomplished is that Val gets Kelly's dad's business card at the end, and yet I am so for it.
0: And also, like, what in the world is she going to do with that business? Like, she's like, I'd like to be an investor of your company. With what? I love She's like, I'm
2: a friend of his daughter's. Okay. So?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're,
2: it's a business card with an 800 number. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Didn't even notice that. It's a toll-free number.
2: (laughs) I think it just says, like, voicemail, 800-555, blah, 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 blah.
0: Oh, my gosh. I really hope
2: it actually did say voicemail. And she called and was like, hello, my name is Valerie Malone. I'm a friend of his daughter's.
0: I want to invest my money. I mean, it picked up on the first ring. So it either has to be one of those, like, literal call center type phone numbers or, yeah, ignore (laughs) (laughs) it's just like
2: that was the point of this episode was to further whatever that plot is going to be which yes also we only have like four episodes left in the season so they're gonna have to like really knock this out or push it for a season ending cliffy
0: yeah and then like pick right back up you know in season eight which is bananas that we're even saying like season eight but here we <laughs> don't are. Don't worry.
2: We still have 100 episodes left.
0: You're right. You're right. I don't know why I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> but, like,
2: oh. you know what? I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, this episode, and especially how I've written my notes, kind of gives me the uh, tooth decay, mouth bacteria uh, commercial vibes, because, like, It's just quippy banter back and forth. It's doing gymnastics in hopes for M&Ms and high scores. It's a car chase slash Grand Theft Auto that ends in nothing.
0: Yeah, right, right. It's one of those, like, borderline almost a Seinfeld episode where nothing happens, but, like, so much happens. It's hard to describe. (laughs) It's so... I mean, you really have to go through the story. Mm -hmm. And so much of what I wrote is just, like, quippy things. Well, yeah. Because, like, even in the first... Which, first of all, in this first scene, there's a moment where I was very uncomfortable. I'll explain. But (laughs) Our opening scene. Like, yeah, it's officially Brandon and Kelly back together. They they had a great night, assuming. uh, Meanwhile, Val's just in the next room over because... We recall that I think Val's is the Jack and Jill, it's the Brenda room, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, does that mean Steve has the master?
2: No, Steve moved into Brandon's room and then Brandon took the master. Okay. I was about to say, how did he bamboozle his way into that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, It's always funny to me that Brandon has the master because he just took his normal furniture into the master. So it's so obvious how small his bed is in that room.
0: It's like dorm furniture in a real bedroom. (laughs) It is. Like, I
2: honestly expect to see Steve's room and be like, I can't fit this California king size bed in this room because of
0: course I have that. Exactly. But God, you hear Val hearing Brandon and Kelly and... This is where i get very uncomfortable first of all just in this way of how it was shot where no sound came of val's room you could just like hear muffled but not so muffled brandon and kelly and then she like walks out of the room steve comes out of his room and then they're actively listening to brandon and kelly and at that point i heard that's the spot yeah yeah, And Kelly's Which, like, extremely high-pitched voice.
2: And like she comes out fully clothed like 30 seconds later. So it's got to be something. But yeah. And like I it made me think of I think it was Tracy that one of the first times that she spends the night and Brandon leaves early and she's by herself. And Val is just like, yeah, I can hear that you guys had a great night. And she's like, oh, my God. And we were like, oh, she's totally joking. No, she's not.
0: No, no. She's not joking at all. Like, I was very uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) And, like, Steve is enjoying listening. He's like, do you hear that?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, I can't say that that's unexpected of Steve (laughs) because he was in a porno.
2: (laughs) He's positive. Like, he would not consider this to be a weird thing.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, he's even, like, giddy about it. It's like he's under a spell. It's like the pheromones coming from the room are just hitting Steve. <laughs> and he's like, love is in the air. <laughs> it's so weird. It's weird. But what isn't weird and what was adorable is, like, after he says love is in the air and Val's just like, mm, carbon monoxide, toxic fumes, that's Kelly. And, like, she just saunters out. Like, Steve does this little spin where he tries to, like, get away from the wall and into the door. And he runs into the wall and he just, like, smirks after. It's like, I love that. I love everything about that.
2: And, like, yeah, this is just pure comedy. Like, as soon as you have Kelly coming out and hearing that and Steve being like, I have to get out of the middle of the line of fire. I'm just going to get out. And then Kelly goes to leave and she says, see you later. And Val is just like, oh, right, you're coming back. (laughs) Yeah. It was per- it was just back and forth of Kelly and Val for the entire episode, because that was it. That was like Val had to Valerie Malone as hard as she has ever Valerie Malone against Kelly this week just to I see think, if she could do it.
0: Well, and it feels like, and we'll get to it later in the episode, but it like kind of felt like we were reaching a boiling point. And if this show existed in 2023, they'd be making out already. Like- There's a moment and I'm just like, how is this not happening? How is it not – how – and we'll get to it, but how does Val not read that Kelly is in love with Val in Kelly's diary? Because let's be honest,
2: Kelly's diary is actually incredibly boring. When you actually see the first page, I paused and read it and it was like, dear diary, I went shopping today. I found a new shoe store. I bought two pairs.
0: (laughs) Hey, she's just being expositional. She wants to make sure she gets it all down.
2: I just hope that, like, she keeps these journals for posterity and in, like, 15 years she opens it and it's like, oh, July 15th, 1997. I remember those slingbacks.
0: Those were good shoes. (laughs) Like,
2: like, it was so boring. And then later Val is like, no, that was a really juicy diary. It's like,
0: was it, Val? Well, I guess... Kudos to Kelly, though. Like, you don't put your juiciest secrets on page one. You let them flip into it, and then you're like, okay, just kidding about the shoes. Let's talk about this. I hate my friends when they do this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously, we do have to talk about that when we get there.
0: Yes, I'm skipping way ahead.
2: I I am, too. This was partially my fault. Mostly my fault. Entirely. (laughs) Anyway. We do get a little exposition that Donna is in a business of fashion class, which – I feel like we've repeatedly been like, what is Donna doing? We don't understand. Yeah. And getting a business degree with a focus in fashion
0: feels right. I'm for it. I can see her being like a like in fashion merchandising and and becoming like, I don't know, either a stylist or work for a magazine, kind of like um, uh, Devil Wears Prada. Maybe not exactly what Anne Hathaway does, but like, I don't know, just working in that room where all the clothes are and like helping to pick out stuff for the- rundown or whatever they called it where Miranda Priestley purses mm. her lips. But uh, yeah, I can see her doing something like that.
2: I could absolutely. It's like something where she has to work with other people and like feed their ego, but also make them do the things she knows they need to do.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. but That's just like a little sprinkling that they give us because we also find out that there's supposed to be Girls' Night In and it's like a thing. Like Girls' Night In is very clearly a capitalized Girls' Night In. Mm-hmm. They've been preparing for it. There is a set activity. There is a menu. And Kelly is bailing because she wants to go hang out with Brandon. Which, when you first started a relationship, to an extent, I get it. Like, especially in your 20s.
0: Yes. And that's
2: the whole point of this episode is, like, Kelly doesn't want to disappear into her relationship.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, Claire and Donna have just forgotten what that's like because they – Well, at least Claire and Steve, they've been together a long time, so. Yeah.
2: Well, and, you know, Donna points her thing out later that, like, there is a difference between her relationship and everybody else's relationship. She Mm -hmm. and David separate at the end of the night. There is no, like, sleepovers happening.
0: That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. But let me tell you this, though. Their girls' night in watching sports is everything I could ever want. Like, are you kidding me? Like I know like people are going to say that gymnastics is a lot more feminine and it is. I don't care. It's a sport. I'll watch any sport. Give me a sport. I'll watch it with my girls. That's what I want.
2: (laughs) Right. Like the fact that they had it all planned. They were like, we've got our snacks laid out. I did have some issues about the way they were talking about diets, but that's an issue with like the way that women's bodies are treated, not what they are doing themselves. Correct. But they had that. When you get there later, they're like getting ready to give their own scores. They're doing cartwheels to enter the room perfect they're wearing athleisure like
0: they came with outfits there was a dress code it was crop top and athletic shoes and athletic pants or leggings or whatever they called them in 1990 whatever like oh nate literally goes are they all wearing crop tops and i was like yeah and he was like is that a thing i was like where do you think the trend came from he was like the 90s and i was like "Sure did." Sure B- before Truly before that. I mean, you
2: could go back. To, it was more men, I think, in the 80s and 70s. But like, True. See, this is why we need Donna in her business of fashion. And you know she's taken a history of fashion. And she could be like, actually, the crop top has existed since approximately 1962. <laughs>
0: Probably. And I would love that information.
2: Right? These are things like I could go down that rabbit hole easily right mm-hmm. now. I won't, but I could.
0: Mm-hmm. And you do
2: see you know, Brandon kind of on the other side of things, we get like a really quick cutaway to him at Whole Foods because he bought tofu and cruelty-free shampoo for Kelly. which Adorable. (laughs) When Steve is like, I can't believe we bought cruelty-free shampoo. I was like,
0: as opposed to what, Steve? (laughs) I mean, yeah, like I could understand the vibe he was going for, but he picked the wrong product. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Blows my mind. And
2: you know, he does propose plans that Brandon mm. bails on, and Brandon does commit to the plans they already had. So, like, yes, we do have Brandon committing to his friends. He just doesn't have something tonight. Correct. Which, ironically, is to also go to a sporting event. They could have mm-hmm. just gone and done their sport separately. But what's more important is it's Friday night, and Val has nothing to do, and there is Girls' Night In, with no kelly and friends of kelly's that are upset with kelly
0: she can just do such a great job of being this like little flower of innocence and almost like i wouldn't call it like gullible but sort of like in this it's almost like a reverse gullible it's like making others believe the simplest thing like she just she almost puts on like a little face and she's like, oh, well, I, I guess I don't have any plans. Like, you know, it's like she puts the words in their mouths and they have no choice but to like be like, well, do you want to come with us? It's like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, well, I could, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so masterful.
2: No, she knows how to plant ideas in other people's heads because they say like, oh, we were going to stay in and watch the gymnastics finals. And she was like, oh, my God, are those on tonight? I can't work. I have to go watch them. Like, mm-hmm. girl, if you were that into them,
0: you would have known they were on. Exa- well, yes, I thought that too. And when she's like, I've had a romantic dry spell, I'm like, she done forgot about Rob just as quick as we did. <laughs> What's his his name was Rob? Yes. As- I think. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was, like, Michael?
2: <laughs> I think you're right. I, I just got Smith Jared from Sex and yes. the City in my head, yes. and then I was like, what is his name in real life? Uh, chin. Chin, chin. <laughs> yeah. yes. She forgot about the chin.
0: Yeah. So quickly.
2: Okay. She also mentions that she was on the varsity gymnastics team in high school, and, I like, especially now, I didn't believe her. As the episode continues... I continue to not believe her, and I think she just lied to get in, but it comes so, like, easily off her tongue that, like, we just don't address that.
0: Well, and, yeah, no, that's true. It's, like, she's very deceptive to the point of it's, like, you'd believe anything. Why wouldn't – I mean, we all know why you wouldn't believe her, but she just says it with such ease that you're just, like, well, yep, that makes sense. Sure, even if she is, like, 5'8", 5'9", however tall she is. You know, oh, she's 5'5". Never
2: mind. i say, I don't think she's that tall, but, like, I mean, she was Kelly Kapowski. Like, being a cheerleader, totally viable. And, you know, cheerleading does some, like, gymnastic movement. So, like, yes, viable. But, like, nobody questions it on her. And I was waiting for the entire episode for them to be like, I bet she wasn't even a gymnast in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no. And then... You know, I guess we, like, cut ahead a little bit. Kelly's at Casa Walsh. She gets there before everybody else. She has a key, by the way. She has a key. Yes. So I was trying to figure out if she got a key, like, Brandon just gave her the spare because he knew she was coming by, Mm -hmm. or, like, maybe all the friends already have keys just because it's Casa Walsh.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: But I did notice that. I did notice, like, she can just walk in, and she feels comfortable walking in.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and comfortable apparently going into Val's room like and this honestly didn't feel um planned or diabolical in the moment because like she walks in the house like Brandon Valerie like she asks for Valerie and I'm like Girl, yeah why are you asking for Valerie but yes she like just sees some paper on the ground and is like I better pick that up. That's my responsibility. <laughs> and then she's like, "Now that I'm in here, right? I'll close this window. I, this isn't. This couldn't be Valerie's pot smoking window. No way."
2: <laughs> and then, like, so this scene was very interesting to me because everything she did, I thought, or like everything that happened, I thought in my head. So she looks at the wall, and I'm like, "Oh, there's only pictures of her, Brandon, and Steve mm, on the wall." Yeah, 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 and then. You know, she picks up the diary, puts it back down, but then Brandon comes in and is like, Wait, why are you in here? Yeah. And I was like, Yes, Brandon, asking the questions. But then they just make out in Val's room for a minute.
0: And then she's like, Wait, wait, wait. I can't do this in here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But it's also interesting that Kelly's like, Yeah, like, I want to make dinner for everyone, including Valerie. And I'm like, Hmm, 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 hmm okay, here's. Here's maybe where Kelly's scheming is. I just don't know why yet. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're definitely supposed to take this moment where Kelly picks up the diary, opens it, sees it, says, like, Merry Christmas, puts it back down. Like, she's the good one. She had the opportunity. Mm. She didn't Mm. take it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Man, she should have read it. She should have read it.
2: (laughs) I, like, I would have loved if Val reads her diary, she reads Val's. And then there's like a massive confrontation. Like if this was set in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, there would have been Mm -hmm. a showdown in a fight that ended with somebody going into a pool. Maybe cops getting
0: called. Like, yes. I'm literally thinking about it not having anything to do with diaries. But like in One Tree Hill in season one, there was a girl fight between one of the main characters and this other girl. And it was like, hair twisting, hair pulling, slaps, and then it was like falling on a table and then somebody breaks a window cuz like, you know, one of them like throws a lamp at the other and misses and like breaks the window. I'm like, "Yes. That yeah. is that's what I'm looking for here."
2: <laughs> now, I'm literally thinking of Mean Girls when she, mm. you know, throws the burn book and they're like, "Who would say that I, you know, I made out with a hot dog?" That was and and one then just time <laughs> fighting each other. Yeah.
0: Oh man, <laughs> the girls, they have gone wild. <laughs> so good. I man, I can quit the whole movie. And
2: that's like truly. if this was made in a different era, that's what would have happened. Not just like the weak verbal confrontation that keeps happening over and over again and like throwing mm-hmm. lettuce into the sink.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, but then we have to cut back to Girls Night In. Yes. And it's adorable. Like, truly, when, like, Claire comes in with the cartwheel and then Donna comes in and does the splits, this is where I started to believe that Valerie is not a gymnast because she just walks in and is like, I brought champagne.
1: (laughs) Okay,
0: but, like, for real, though, because I doubt – at my ripe old age, now that I could still do a cartwheel, never been able to do a split nor wallet ever, I would be the one that would be like, I brought white claws, (laughs) like walking in with probably that exact outfit that Valerie is wearing. And then, well, maybe not the exact, because let's be real, insecurities, but at least I'd have white claw with me.
2: (laughs) No, I'd be standing there being like, I can do a squat, right? (laughs) You want to see me do a plank hold for 45 seconds?
0: I can do, maybe do that. Yeah, no, like <laughs> Jesus. That when I saw all of their outfits and all of their stomachs, I was like, "What it must be like." Granted, I know they were older than twenty-two, like as actors, but I'm still just like, "What it must be like to be that tiny and that toned?" Because like, I, I mean, Valerie is very skinny, but like compared to Donna, like Donna is like the skinniest yeah. person I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but I'm just like, holy shit. Like, what, what is this definition here? <laughs> you
2: no. Know, so I watched this this morning before I went to the gym. And then I went to the gym and the trainer was wearing a crop top hoodie and leggings. And like, same thing, because she works in the fitness industry. And I was just like, why am I surrounded by crop tops and abs today? <laughs> what is the universe trying to tell me? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, don't look at me.
0: Yeah, right. I'm like, let me pull my leggings up. <laughs>
2: But, okay, so this is the point where, yeah, we get all this cuteness where they've got, you know, their, well, champagne toast that they do, and then they've got all their snacks out, and they're going to give their own scores for the gymnasts. But they're short a marker, which is weird because they should have already had three markers ready to go because of Kelly, but it's an excuse.
0: Well, maybe it was
2: BYOM, you know? Mm. They just didn't tell her, so she was like, "Oh, I thought you meant bring your own mixed drink."
0: Yeah, right? mm, Bottles of champagne. <laughs> mm, bottles. Mm, that was the first draft of Mbop.
2: Oh my god, I want like a mashup of like Mbop and any rap song that says bottles or bottoms up. Ooh,
0: mm, I like bottoms that one. up.
2: Anyway, this is the part where we find out Kelly's diary starts real boring, potentially as a misdirect. Mm -hmm. You got to come for the shoes and then stay for the gossip.
0: That's right. That's right. Yes. And (laughs) classic Val, just like, oh, this is interesting information. Oh, flowers. Pour champagne in them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay, so. This is
2: also when John was watching, and he pointed that out. I was taking notes, and he was like, she just poured champagne in that plant. Yes. I was like, well, I mean, she hates Kelly, but then she walks out into the living room, and it's just like, oh, more champagne for me. And I was like, that sneaky little Mm -hmm. miss.
0: It didn't even, like, it didn't bump me at first that she was going to be, like, you know, acting drunker than she was, because I was just like, oh, she's just trying to be a dick to Kelly. Like, that's normal. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, same. She was just like, hmm, dead.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because Kelly birds. is a. <laughs> right, right. Two birds. Exactly.
2: Kelly is a plant mom.
0: That's true. And that would hurt her. So, you know, why not?
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: And so,
2: you know, I guess to like to wrap that night up before we go to what Kelly and Brandon are doing, like, it's exactly that. Like, Val and Claire and Donna have, like, a really fun night together, but Val is getting more and more, quote-unquote, drunk to the point where, like, she is wrapped in that blanket and just, like, crawling around, like, I'm going to go call a cab.
0: Like, if she, like, outside of the diabolical just scheming, if that is not me, I don't know who is. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it was...
2: So perfect. When they're like, no, you can stay here. There's plenty of room. Donna is clearly pointing to a couch. And then Val is like, oh, yeah, Kelly's not here. I'm going to go sleep in her room and just leaves.
0: And like Claire and Donna's face are just like, oh, boy, we can't do that. (laughs) But they
2: don't stop her. They're like, Mm -mm. I'm sure it's fine. Mm -mm. Meanwhile, Val is like running in there to put all of Kelly's clothes on and read her diary.
0: Oh, my God. We'll get to that. But... (laughs) But seriously, like, in here, I was like, oh, perfect time to read Kelly's diary and find her dad's business cards, apparently. And then I said, side note, this would be a perfect time and place to have Kelly admit she has feelings for Val if this was 2023.
2: (laughs) Like, seriously, she'd be like, oh, my God, this would be a romance novel where she'd be like, you're wearing my shirt. And then she takes the shirt off, throws it on the floor. And then Kelly spends that night just, like,
0: cuddling the shirt. I just... I, I, like, that whole scene, which we'll get to, of Kelly's reactions to Val, I'm like, Val should have read further. Val should have kept reading. It was there. It was there. <laughs> yeah. No, this is enemies to lovers. This is it right here. Like, like this would have been like, okay, Val reads the diary, la, 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 and then looks up and has the italicized, oh, moment. Right? Tell me I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, you don't look at someone wearing your clothes like that without having like some feelings
0: that, that's what I'm saying that's exactly what happens
2: yeah uh and meanwhile like I gotta be honest I feel like Kelly and Brandon are having like a I I hesitate to call it boring because this is literally what I do but I've been married for six years
0: yes I think it's like Almost like they're trying to just slip back into something that they already had, like the familiarity and the comfortability, but like they just don't know quite what to do. So like to me, it seemed a little awkward, like they're trying to be extra flirty and trying to like just be normal about it, but it just didn't land for me because it just kind of felt forced. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it just it felt so casual when they've only Mm -hmm. been back together for hmm Two
0: episodes. Yeah. Like, this is like, oh, back together, back together episode.
2: Yeah, because they're literally just sitting on the couch watching the gymnastics together. hmm But then she's like, oh, I feel bad about missing Girls' Night In, but guess what? I don't actually like gymnastics.
0: Yeah, which I'm like, girl, who cares? It's your girls.
2: Yeah, that's not the point of Girls' Night In. Girls' no. Night In is like doing stuff together. I mean, I don't have to know the rules of basketball – to enjoy going to a basketball game mm,
0: very true like, very true and i could tell you all the rules so it's you know
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i also have you sitting there and you know that donna and claire would do that same thing they'd be like mm-hmm, that's gonna cost her points
0: Mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure and like if nothing else you can comment on the outfits you can comment on the music you can comment on just the sheer athletic ability that it takes to be a gymnast like all that stuff
2: yeah exactly but no kelly wants to watch puppets I got to admit, puppets really creep me out. I literally just read a book about a possessed puppet that terrorized people. And like, it was a whole thing where you'd put the puppet on and you'd like completely lose yourself into the (gasps) puppet. And the guy ended up like burning a house down with people inside of it. Yeah. No. Fucked up book. I just read this. And then I get here where Kelly's like, oh my God, I love puppets. And I was like, run. Yeah. Don't go near that puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. But- I will say, this conversation where he's like, what is the Magic Morton Hour? And she's like, you've never heard of the Magic Morton Hour? Timeless conversation. We literally just had it a few weeks ago.
0: Well, and I will say, like, yes, I have this conversation with Nate constantly because, you know, he he just wasn't into – like, his parents didn't really clue him in on to, like, major pop culture stuff when we were growing up, and so – He's, like, watched Boy Meets World, but he wasn't diehard into Boy Meets World. Or, like, I mentioned things like Smart Guy or, like, I don't know, Lizzie McGuire even – which, granted, he watched more of those because we were a little bit older. But stuff like Bug Juice and Salute Your Shorts and stuff like that. And I'm like, you've never, like, watched Blah, Blah, Blah? And he's like, nope. And, of course, kind of like our experience with Degrassi, it's like, I don't know that I could show this to him and that he would enjoy it. Well, So I can't. I-
2: And, like, imagine having these conversations in the 90s when there's no YouTube to just be, like, let me show you the thing. Because – You just happen to – you have to happen to stumble upon it. Yeah. Like, I can vividly remember, like, in the first couple years that we were dating – it would have been the first year we were dating because John was at UGA and I was living in Atlanta. And, like, we would just spend – you know, I'd get up there late Friday night. We wouldn't want to do anything. And we would just sit in his room and, like, watch YouTube videos And there would be times where I'd be like, oh, my God, do you remember the Beetlejuice cartoon? Da-da-da-da-da. Watch it on YouTube.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: And, like, all Kelly can do is explain how much Magic Morton means to her. She can't actually show him and, like, he can't see it in her face while she's watching it. Yep. Yep. But it turns into this conversation where she really wanted a Magic Morton wand so that she could make her parents love each other again.
0: Ooh, if that doesn't scream. Childhood trauma, like, and like,
2: ugh. I I love Brandon for being like, I'm gonna find a magic wand for you. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I'm like, okay, we're using the magic wand to talk about Kelly's childhood drama, and like, I don't, I don't know that Brandon's totally equipped to like be in that conversation right now. It was very oh, interesting, yeah. like, and like maybe we talk about the fact that like, okay, this is trauma you have to move past, and like, it was very interesting.
0: It was. And I like, I I think, I think, yeah, I I agree with you. Like he's probably not equipped for it, but at least he was picking up what she was putting down on the very surface of this meant a lot to me and I never got it. And so Mm -hmm. he's just like, Ooh, that sounds like a challenge I can accept. Right. Like that can be something he can do to make her happy. Like that's, that to me is great. And I love that for him. And that is Brandon. He just kind of does that stuff. Um, I think later on when we hear about like the whole dad connection, I'm just like, "Ooh, okay. Didn't didn't get that that was your first intention, but I'm I'm okay with this because that's kind of what happened with me and my dad. Like, when I started dating Nate, he really encouraged me to like get closer with my dad again. And look at us now. Like, it yeah, crazy. Yeah, the
2: it, it takes such a wild turn to go mm-hmm. from like, I really wanted this magic wand and like this would have brought me comfort as a child when my parents were going through all their stuff and Brandon being like, I can do that for you, which, yeah, is like a, you know, grand gesture of love, which is what you do. I mean, you should always want to do these kinds of things, but it is what you do at the beginning of a relationship versus mm-hmm. like jumping right back into the comfortability.
0: Yes, totally agree.
2: But yeah, it, it it's a very interesting way to build up this story that we're clearly getting.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. This is, this is one of those storylines. You wonder how it came to be, who pitched it, what network executive was involved. (laughs) Why did we, I, I mean, and then you, like you start putting together the pieces of like, okay, did the guest star come first or did the story come first? Like how, yeah, this was one of those, like, like you said, tooth decay, mouth episode where I'm like how did this come to be
2: (laughs) but now I really want to hear a version of this story where Dom DeLuise came first and then they were like he's a tv musician that Kelly wanted to get her parents back together (laughs) yeah like I would love to hear it in that order
0: right oh just so weird
2: but we do skip ahead where Kelly comes home and she's just come back to the apartment to get more stuff because she's staying at Brandon's again and to invite everyone to dinner which like when you just bailed on girls night and you're only back to get more clothes like it's a little rough
0: yes i agree
2: but yeah this is where like val just comes out in kelly's clothes and she just like wants to rip that shirt off of val in five different ways
0: like i was dying in this scene she just like Like, I was like, oh, my God, that's Kelly's shirt. The fanfic writes itself. Like, literally, Kelly's face, she is flabbergasted and also a little, is it hot in here? Like, she didn't blush, but, like, that's probably just because she's a good actress. (laughs) But if that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, my God, what is going on? Why are you in my shirt? Why am I seeing you in my shirt? Why do you look good in my shirt? (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? (laughs) it's like literally that could be a paragraph that mary would punch up and make it a million times better but like that's a paragraph <laughs> <laughs> these are the things i dream about when we go look for fanfic for 90210 oh my god if only
2: um if only but instead in real life well in real show in 90210 not only does that not happen we don't get any of that we just get the eyes and like acting through the eyes Mm -hmm. kelly bails on the aerobics class that they were going to do together and val is just like well i showed up here in athleisure to watch that gymnastics uh final with you so i'm
0: ready like that's what bumped me about the kelly situation is like you said like first of all her bailing on the first like girls night in is one thing coming to the house for 30 minutes to come get more clothes or whatever it is you're trying to do to just leave again and then bailing on a gym class that you're going to to together that's now three times that's not just oh this is just that one time like i'm not trying to compare the two because that's silly but like even brandon was like i've got plans with kelly so i can't make this thing but i'm going to be at this thing with you tomorrow like yeah
2: mm. well and like The way that Mary even put it in her synopsis of, like, I can't hang out with you because I'm doing something for you to show how much I care about you because I bailed on you yesterday. Like, Kelly's just not making the correct move of spending time with her friends while her boyfriend is busy with his friends.
0: Right. It's like, just hang out with them. Just go get an in and out burger or something together and call it a day. Drink Water together. I don't know. Water your plans together. I don't know. It coexist in the same building. <laughs> yeah. Don't
2: just be like, I'm just here for clothes and go into your bedroom. Because you exactly. know she just went and got her clothes. She didn't like sit and have breakfast or, you know, whatever with them. No. Exactly. And meanwhile, Brandon is at the Peach Pit and this is just so weird to me. <laughs> like, okay, of course – Nat knows Magic Morton. Like, yes. of course, that is his contractually obligated moment in this show is to be like, oh, yeah, you were an actor for five seconds, and your wife, who we've never seen since she gave birth, <laughs> also an actor, she knows the guy who knows the guy who knows Magic Morton. Mm-hmm. Where we find out that's who Dom Deloise is. Loved Which it. makes
0: so much sense. <laughs> But it's still really freaking weird. Like, again, I don't know where the storyline came from, and I need more information. <laughs>
2: so much. But, okay, this is where it gets, like, weird to me. Because yeah. David and Steve show up, and they're ready to go to the auto show, and they start talking about how, like, if Brandon is late, maybe Kelly's gonna spank him?
0: Oh my god. Yeah. I thought it was improv when... I think it was David. It was like, no, Kelly doesn't spank, does she? And Brandon says, only when I ask her to. I was like, what show did we become? I know, because like, (laughs) at first, David's like, hey, whoa, whoa, that's my sister. Does she?
2: (laughs) Right? I'm like, are we euphoria all of a sudden? Or what just happened? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, ex-boyfriend, stepbrother. No. No.
0: I mean, no. Like, if you're... (laughs) Hmm. I'm trying to think of a scenario. Like, I'm... Uh, I don't uh know. It's,
2: like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am, like, sexually prudish, but that's not something that I would freely tell y'all. If you
0: asked, I wouldn't lie. I'll say that. But, like, I wouldn't just be like, no, I can't even say it.
2: <laughs> Only when I ask her to.
0: Like, if you asked me, I would be honest with you. Or... Partially honest, but when <laughs> just like I don't know, it was weird. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable. It was so weird. And so,
2: unrelated to that question, but a follow up to this scene: Would you rather have Kelly be your friend who bails on your afternoon plans to go do something for you that you didn't ask her to do, or would you have Brandon be your friend who does not bail on your afternoon plans but does try to rush you through them because he has made plans overlapping your plans?
0: I th- think Kelly actually. Because it like I would rather somebody not hang out with me and then make up for it than for somebody to like half ass hanging with me. You know, like and and it's one of my personal pet peeves when people bail on me for something better. Like if you're sick mm-hmm. or like shit happens, like of course I'm never going to be mad at that. But it's like if you let's just say I'm having a get together and you bail on me to go to somebody else's party that you found out about after my party and you like, it was going to be like, you thought it was going to be much more fun. Like that Mm -hmm. would really rub me the wrong way. So, and, and kind of the same thing with the whole, like if I were David and Steve, which granted I know that they'd share one brain cell between the two of them. So we can't be, you know, but I would be a little pissed. I'd be like, dude, like just leave. Like, you clearly don't want to be here, so just leave. And so that kind of rubs – like, that would be me, too. I would have the same reaction. I'm like, if you don't want to be here, just don't be here.
2: Right? Yeah, like, there's part of me that's like, maybe it's not so bad with Steve and David if, like, Brandon takes his own car and is like, look, this thing came up that's, like, really important to Kelly and kind of explains it. Yes. And I think he does. So, like, I think that's okay. Yeah. But, yeah, at the same time – like him being like hey david get your food to go because i now have overlapping plans and we mm-hmm. can't do all of these things at the same time like that's where it gets in my way
0: yeah cuz it's like i don't know i know people have their have agency over their own bodies and make their own choices mm-hmm. and i can't control that but i'm also like okay but i booked your time so that time should be my time and that might be selfish but that's just how i feel you know well and
2: they committed that time to you
0: Yes, exactly. So,
2: yeah, like the fact that something else has come up and now Brandon is putting priority on that, which again, in this case, ends up being a much bigger deal because it is a wand yeah. that like could reunite Kelly with her father, but like. Not the point. Not the point.
0: Just be honest about it, I yeah. think. Yeah. And because like, much like, rather somebody be like, like, if, okay, if I'm Stephen David and I would much rather. Brandon come up to me and be like hey guys look this this is crazy you're not going to believe this and tells tells the whole story is honest with them is like I got to do this I would be like oh dude you don't have to come with us to the auto show like go or the auto mu- museum go do that thing we'll hang out tomorrow like mm-hmm. to me that's a much better thing than trying to ha- it's like the Rocky or the uh, Fred Flintstone Boy Meets World episode <laughs> where Corey's trying yeah. to not. granted that is different but it's, like, the whole Fred Flintstone trying to be in two places at once. Like, just be honest about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, like, again, like, I would rather have that than Kelly being, like, I can't come hang out with you because I want to do something for you that you didn't ask for, and I'm also going to take your time tonight that Yes, I don't even know if you're free or not.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And
2: it, it gets weird again at the auto museum because they start asking David how things are progressing with Donna, and, like... That's another story that is clearly developing in this episode that mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really comfortable with how it was portrayed.
0: And it's just like none of
2: their businesses. Like and I think this is the same conversation where, like, if y'all asked me about yeah. spanking, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> same with David talking about Donna, like it, her virginity and her choices are not conversations for him to have with his buddies.
0: Right. Unless it was a situation where like, um, you know, David and Donna were having struggles between the two of them and David confided in Brandon or Steve as a means to be like, I don't know what to do. I need advice or like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then it would be one thing for them to be like, hey, how are you and Donna doing? Not, hey, have you boned Donna yet? Like, that is totally different. And so yeah, I think like – like, again, like, with the same scenarios, like, if you asked me and we had talked about this prior, I would tell you. But if you're just like, hey, how often do you guys bang? I'd be like, um, what? <laughs> in public, to too. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, right. Like,
2: they're at the auto museum and they're like, hey, had sex with your girlfriend yet? Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. We're in a public place. Right? Right. <laughs>
1: I took that whole thing of like just them being at the car show, being like, oh, speaking of objects, how's your girlfriend?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my
1: God. Oh. But
0: yes. <laughs> that makes it so much worse.
2: It is, I mean, let's be honest, that's Steve.
1: Yes, very true. Very true.
2: Like, I would expect nothing less.
1: Hilariously, though, in these scenes at the car museum, there are two occasions where the group of boys walk past the same woman in a slinky silver dress and both David and Brandon check her out and Steve doesn't even look at her. Like he glances over and is then it's just like car. So we found the one thing that will distract
2: Steve from boobs.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if it's character development or just something that's more shiny and interesting in that moment.
0: Interesting.
1: I didn't even pick that up.
0: I didn't either.
1: Cause like
2: truly I can only assume it's right after the woman in the slinky dress is when Steve sees that car that you can like win the contest to drive and he like runs to it. Not a cute car, by the way. I did not like it.
0: No, it was I mean, cool for it being all electric, but like yeah, it was not cute.
2: No. And then yeah, he just bribes the guy and the guy's Mm -hmm. like, okay, three thirty, it's fine.
0: And like, did I miss it or did he give him the money? Or did he say, I'll take care of you at three thirty? I have no
1: idea. So did he hustle him? He said, I'll take care of you at three thirty. He's like, Yeah, we'll we'll do this exchange then. And then yeah, later the guy's like, Nah, I don't I don't care what you do. Have fun. Bye.
0: Dude, I would have taken the money. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, you didn't have to
2: go meet them in the parking lot at 3.30. They don't know who you are.
0: Exactly.
2: And he's clearly aiming to get fired because he's like a seasonal worker or something.
0: Yeah, and he's like Like, agreeing to bribery.
2: (laughs) This made no sense to me. Like, I want to just keep talking about them at least up until the arrest before Mm -hmm. we go to the girls. Because first of all before they even get to the car Brandon calls Kelly to say that he won't be home in time to help her prep for dinner and she's like okay that's fine as long as you're here for dinner but then she just like immediately guesses he's getting her the wand she's like you found it
0: yeah I don't know how she just randomly guess I mean I know how it's written for her but like you know <laughs> in a perfect world it's like in, in what universe would you unless you had just really been thinking about it all day long and just couldn't let it go yeah and
2: like Brandon's good. He's not that good.
0: Right, exactly.
2: Yeah, but she guesses he's going to get the wand, and he doesn't say no. So, like, they're putting intense pressure on him to actually find <laughs> Dom Deloise and get the wand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, so the guy from the auto Museum pulls up with the electric car, and is just like, oh yeah, here's the code. Bye.
0: Yeah, and like, Steve's like, or one of them is like, we'll be back in 20 minutes and then he's like whatever i don't care and he's like well do you need to take our licenses and he's like no and just leaves (laughs) yeah and as soon as they
2: like they have to figure it out because it's a two-seater so like only two of them it's whatever it's logistics to make sure that two of them go and one of them stays which i think is hilarious that I don't know, the writers thought we wouldn't get it if they were like, all right, we have to explain this to them, why David's not going to be in the car with them.
0: (laughs) Who cares? Who
2: cares? But what's wild is they leave, and then the boss comes up immediately, and the guy is like, oh, yeah, I lost a car. I'm incompetent, aren't I? And I'm fired? Stupid temp job. And he just walks away.
0: This was so weird.
2: So weird. And then head of auto museum reports car stolen
0: apparently i guess He'd immediately
2: arrested yep the cops say they have no priors which reminded me that brandon has a dui but i think he was a minor so it probably got like expunged or whatever
0: true and like steve has never actually gotten charges pressed against him for anything magically that's the magic he- in the episode
1: he went to court for that fire though. So there's something on his record. Oh yeah. Yeah. I maybe That's a good point. Maybe can... it's
2: one of those things where like you plead down so like nothing actually goes on your record.
1: Mm. Oh. I feel like they still have the like a record of something happening and then like that it goes away but they don't just like delete it from your file (laughs)
0: yeah like that in it like it to expunge it would take also like at least five years or something
2: right like yeah because i'm sitting here and he says they have no priors i'm like okay but actually like if you think about it if they arrested them for grand theft auto and steve has arson and brandon (laughs) has a dui they're not going (laughs)
1: anywhere right oh my
0: god which like uh, doesn't
1: it matter. It's all right, Brandon's... guys. They've never stolen a car before.
0: <laughs> yeah, no prior but car theft.
1: <laughs> Steve has stolen a baseball. True. Which I do
2: think those charges did get dropped because Brandon bribed somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or blackmailed. I'm not sure what. I think it was blackmail, technically.
1: Whichever. But I yeah, typed I'm in like... their names and car in the database, and nothing popped up. So they're they're clean. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny.
2: But like this whole thing is nothing because David shows up and the cop is like, "Ooh, nice to meet an accessory. But then off screen, incompetent fired temp guy shows up and clears the whole thing up for them. Just like why? Why would he just show up and be like, oh, yeah, I said they get out of the car. Right. And then like, what happens
0: to him? <laughs> Who knows? Because, yeah, he willingly gave out the code to the electric car. To people, and then, what? Who cares?
2: (laughs) Yeah, like how could they not prove that he wasn't an accessory to stealing the car? Exactly. It's ridiculous, and that's literally it. Like, Grand Theft Auto just like goes away Mm -hmm. after this, and Mm -hmm. like Brandon goes on about his business, which we don't hear an update.
0: Yeah, we don't hear an update on that for a long time,
2: for a long time. Cause like, yeah, we got to talk about the gals going to an aerobics class where they just looked adorable
0: oh so cute Val with her little jazz dancing moves oh my god
2: it also made me think about the aerobics class that Brenda and Kelly went to back in like season two that looked fun oh
0: speaking of I've seen recently in Atlanta on my like TikTok or Instagram or something like that there's like a hip-hop step aerobics or something like that and they just do like It's like a dance class with step aerobics and it's to like hip hop and rap and trap and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I would look, I would stick out like a sore thumb. But my God, does that look fun? Oh, I would do all those things. Mm -hmm. I have no rhythm, but I'd do them.
2: (laughs) But yeah, after class, the girls decide to go to the sauna together where – Val reveals all of these things that Kelly has written in her diary and is like, you know, Kelly's the reason that like we the three of us don't hang out together. And she's like yeah. f- freely saying, like, she thinks Claire, you obsessed about your hair. Donna, she thinks you obsessed about your grades, blah, blah, blah. And then she freely
0: admits, she's like, Oh yeah, I read her journal and that's how I know all <laughs> these things. That was such a baller move. I was like, what like Yeah, you clearly do not care about your consequences, about this friend group at all. You just want to stir that pot. You just want to keep stirring until there's nothing left to stir. So sorry. I I just, I feel like
2: Val has to go all in. Like, I almost think that she was really just like, I'm going to go for it. And you know what? We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't have a lie prepared because if she did, it probably would have been a believable one. But she was just like, no, I read her diary. I know this is what she thinks about you.
0: Well, and she like accomplished what she wanted to accomplish. She spent time with these girls. And while Mm -hmm. I do think she wants to be included, you know, like she desperately is looking for friends. I don't think she cares about this particular friend group enough because of Kelly. Like if if Kelly was not involved, then she probably would want to. But she is, and so she's like, Well, I hate her more than I like you. And
2: I think that's the problem is she feels like she has to get rid of Kelly first and then she can have the friends. And like once Kelly's not there, it'll be easier. I guess I don't know. But it does get into Claire and Donna's heads Mm -hmm. to the point that before they're leaving for dinner that night, they realize that Val was telling the truth. Because Kelly has also said those things out loud to Donna about Claire and to Claire about Donna,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Claire was looking for the diary.
0: I, I don't blame her. Like this was like an angel and devil on the shoulder situation, and I've been like obviously Donna was the angel because she's an angel on Earth if ever we've seen one, and to me Donna was the voice of reason the entire time, but Claire was the one who was like well, crap, I got to find this out because my insecurities are going to go crazy. Like, I already know she talks bad about me. What else does she say? So, like, I don't blame her. But then when Donna, like, talks her out of actually reading it, but talks her into... Or, I'm sorry. When Donna talks Claire out of reading the diary and then Claire convinces Donna to not go to the party, I'm like, I understand all of this. This all is yeah, totally relatable. Well, and, like... When Claire
2: calls to cancel and is like, oh, I messed up my hair. And, you know, I would just be Mm -hmm. obsessing about it the whole time I'm there. And, you know, Donna is studying. Well, she's not so much studying as obsessing about her grades.
0: Right. It's like, oh, Claire's pissed. Yes. And this is how Claire, like, this is how she, I guess, um expresses her anger with being like mm-hmm. either very aggressive like she is Steve when she like calls him names and you know that sort of thing or she's not ready to like call you out but she wants you to understand that she's mad and so she'll be passive aggressive mm-hmm. I will say like I don't think it mattered in that previous scene that the diary wasn't there because if you recall Kelly took it with her to Brandon's yep I don't think it mattered because I think no. if the diary was there Claire was always going to read it yeah, I thought it was
2: actually really interesting when Kelly goes into her room and sees the diary is like, slightly moved from when she had originally left it and she decides to take it with her. Like, I thought that was an interesting choice because, like, again, maybe it was the writers being like, we need to very clearly extract this so that there's no question here.
0: That and to, like, plant the seed for Kelly, not just that, okay, maybe it was Val who read it, but also... Maybe I shouldn't leave this out in the open because I know what I've written in there. Yeah. That's
2: a good point. I didn't even think about the idea that she's probably just like, oh, there's some shit talking in here.
0: Mm -hmm. Which granted, like, when I kept a journal or a diary, like, everybody knew that I had it. So I didn't keep it secret, you know. So I don't, I mean, I never, I never wrote in there that I thought my friends were vain or cared too much about school because that's bad
2: Like well, I have opinions about her thinking Donna cares too much about school, but we'll also get there. (laughs) Um, We'll get there later. But yeah, she calls to cancel. Then we find out that like Brandon, Steve, and David were let go from the police station. Brandon sends Steve and David to go get the girls and take them to the house for dinner. Presumably, they get to the apartment. I would think Claire and Donna tell them what happened and they just go have their own dates. Mm -hmm. Like we know that David and Donna go out because Mm -hmm. Donna makes a comment about it.
0: Yeah. That makes sense to me.
2: Yeah. And Brandon goes to Magic Morton's and is like knocking on the door. (laughs) I just love Dom DeLuise because he opens the door and he's like, you're four hours late. My fans never come four hours late. I put on a tie.
0: (laughs) I also love like when Brandon's giving him the spiel about Kelly and like why he's doing this. When he just, like, puts his hand on his head and is like, you're forgiven. And then lets him in. I'm like, who is this guy? I love him. (laughs) I loved him so much. And I loved that
2: Brandon tried to explain that he needed this for his girlfriend. And then Magic Morton is like, you need this so that she can repair her relationship with her father. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. (laughs) Offered it. And Brandon was like, yeah, I guess so. And I'm over here as a viewer like, what? (laughs) Since when? (laughs) That's what we're doing? <laughs> but it does mean that Brandon has also missed dinner.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Kelly is pissed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, she is just like throwing food in the sink. She has got everything like putting away. She's got that look on her face like, how dare everyone just bail on me? And then Val walks in the door, and Kelly immediately knows. She's like, you knew they weren't going to show up.
0: And Val's just like, I can't believe you wrote those things about them in your journal. <laughs> <laughs> I love you read my journal well if you had a better selection of books maybe i wouldn't
2: have no come to think of it i would have like
0: i love so it good.
2: so and, good and her being like you know it's not only like good that i get to do things to you it's icing on the cake that i can try and make your friends hate you
0: exactly like it, it like mary said earlier it's two it's the champagne on the flowers and the getting convincing them to spend the night it's like the two birds one stone yes. again just aggressively make out
2: yeah <laughs> no, i literally in my notes are i can't wait for they're stuck together have to work out their differences episode like trapped in an Ew. elevator we'll never know but like we can think about it oh my
0: god mary can you write this please <laughs> i know you have a million things on your plate all the time but could you push all of that to the side and write the like multi chapter story that I need, desperately need.
1: <laughs> Gonna sigh and add it to the list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, an, just the heaviest sigh.
2: Yes, I'll just, do it. <laughs> okay. You know what will satisfy me until you actually write it? Just like take something you've currently written and do like Control F and just replace Ooh, the names. That'll work. Just- <laughs> Val is a disgruntled dentist and <laughs> kelly runs a farm
1: <laughs> oh my or god doctor
2: not a dentist
0: but like weirdly tracks
1: <laughs> i'll just find something completely out of context and um yeah just replace some names and see what happens yeah. Yeah, oh, just there's
0: definitely something.
2: <laughs> there's definitely some characters you could find a fanfic you enjoy and just find replace and Easy. like throw some Brandon or Dylan or Steve in there and we'd be like, Oh my God, this is so good. (laughs) This is so on par. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But we have to wrap up because now at the end of this night, everyone is mad at each other. Brandon's not home yet. Uh, The boys spent hours in an interrogation room something 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 it turns out after kelly cleaned up dinner she left and presumably she left before brandon came home because he Mm -hmm. called and she didn't want to have a conversation
0: yeah agree
2: and Stephen, claire and donna both came home and kelly's door was closed so like they haven't talked and you know kelly and and you know claire and donna try and have this conversation where like Kelly is entitled to her private thoughts, and it's really unfortunate that they know it. Mm -hmm. I still think it's a little rude. Like, I have never successfully kept a diary, but even if I did, I don't think I would ever write down anything mean about my friends because that's just not – that's not worth memorializing to me. Like, that's not something that I want to look back on and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I thought Claire was conceited.
0: Yeah, and there's like a stark difference between literally calling your friend vain or whatever and saying, gosh, I'm in a bad mood today. And you know what really pissed me off is I was going through this and all Claire did was talk about her hair. You know, like that. There's such a difference, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I, you know, who knows what it actually said because Val just took it the farthest yeah. way. And, you know, but but Kelly can't correct her. You know, of course, she's like, well, yeah, I said it. Like, even though it was taken out of context, I said it because she said stuff like that to Donna and Claire before. So I agree. It is like a weird little paradox of like, we shouldn't know these things, but now we do. So it sucks.
2: Which is also funny now that you said that because she said those things out loud. They know that she
0: talks about them behind their backs. They just thought nothing of it because maybe, yeah, maybe at that time. Kelly was like, well, you know what? I've been to rehab, and Claire's talking about her hair. You know, like maybe it's something like that. Yeah, or
2: like she's been concerned about how Donna obsesses about school rather than just saying like, you know what? I think Donna obsesses too much. Exactly. Also, who did she think was just going to college for their MRS
1: degree? (laughs) Oh, She said that about Donna. That's right. It's like, gosh, you sure are too focused on school for someone who just wants to get married.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, which one is it? (laughs) Yeah. And she's only
0: had this diary for like two months. And also, like, okay, Felice. Like, if Kelly said that. (laughs) No. (laughs) When
2: Val first said that, like, I know who she was looking at in the sauna, but I was like, no, you can't say. That Donna's obsessed with grades and then also that she's only there to get married and you definitely don't say that Claire's just there to get married. So, like, who are you talking about?
0: Good point. That's why I'm like maybe Val added her own color to, like, make it worse than it was.
2: That's why I'm thinking, like, there are things that they just never resolve and so Val is just going to always be an unreliable narrator to us.
0: Mm, hmm mm-hmm.
2: Because, like, we just never know if she's telling the truth or not. We just can't mm-hmm. because they've never resolved it. Right. But th- it's, like, this weird apology moment where Kelly is, like, well, you guys are my best friends and my life and we live together, so, like, who else would I write about? Like, that's not an apology.
0: It's not, but it is fair. <laughs> it's, like, she really doesn't have it. Like, she can only, like, talk shit about her dad so many times, right? I did think it talk was funny sh- that she was, like, you're my sister and my brother and my mother. I know.
2: <laughs> It was so weird and then she leaves and they're just like are you thinking what I'm thinking and I just wrote they decide to do a food surprise
0: yeah yeah it was not clear no it wasn't I was like what are you thinking I don't I don't know are you gonna pie her in the face or are you gonna serve her a pie like which is it
2: right well they were like is it gonna be food and I was like are you guys gonna make your own favorite foods for Kelly
0: Oh, my God. That would be hilarious if Donna shows up with that risotto that she likes and Claire shows up with whatever she like Kelly was going to make her. And Claire's like, oh, you made your favorite foods. <laughs> <laughs> you made the dinner I made you yesterday and didn't eat. Wait. Right? Am
2: I happy about that? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's this Whole Foods surprise. So David and Donna go back to Whole Foods to go grocery shopping. And this is where I have a lot of problems. This conversation.
0: Yes, and I – all right, let's talk about it, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) So what happens is, is like, you know, Donna's thinking about what Kelly said at first, and is like, whatever, it's still the weekend. I'm not going to worry about it. That's fine. Then she starts talking about how she feels jealous over the intimacy that Brandon and Kelly have with each other. And they have this conversation about, like, Donna says it's not going to be forever. Dave was like, don't remind me. But then he, like, tells her not to be threatened by anyone or anything. Like, don't compare yourself to others, basically, because, you know, I love you and that's all I care about, or that's not going to change, or whatever he says. So it's like, I'm in one of those modes where I'm like, it's almost there. It's almost yeah. there.
2: And, like, if you're going to have this conversation where – She's like, yeah, I'm, you know, jealous of this intimacy that they have that we don't, and it's my fault. And he says, please don't remind me. My brain's gonna stick to that, yeah. Before my brain sticks to his, like, you know, don't compare apples to oranges conversation.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. Because that, like, under the breath, that's comment. his real thoughts. He's accidentally mm-hmm. saying the quiet part out loud. Exactly, and. The context of that is that he also thinks donna is the problem yes and is reinforcing donna's thought that she is the problem when in reality donna baby there's nothing wrong with you at all there's zero things wrong with you
2: it's her body her choice what she wants to do with her bodily autonomy is her choice and david is not a saint for dealing with her
0: Right. And if she doesn't want to have sex now or in 10 years or if it has no time limit and she just doesn't want to right now, that is not a problem. I don't care. That's not my life. That is Donna's life. Right. I like- always think about in times like these, like there's a really great um, Orphan Black quote um, where Cosima, who is gay, ends up saying to one of, it's a long story about why this quote comes to be because it's a very complex show. (laughs) But Cosima says, my sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me. And I'm thinking about this in context of Donna where it's like my virginity or my sexuality or relationship with sex is not the most important interesting thing about her. I'm like, can we move off of this, please? Yeah,
2: well- and, you know, kind of going off of that, we've just learned as viewers, I'm pretty sure, that she wants to go into business potentially with a focus in fashion. But, like, all anyone can say is that she obsesses about school. Which exactly. also drives me nuts because, like, she thanks David for going grocery shopping with her because he doesn't like to do it. And he was like, well, this is the only time I get to hang out with you because you're always in the library. Which, like... Why are all of Donna's friends not wanting her to study and then talking in their diary about how she's just going to college to get her MRS degree? Like
0: Well, I don't And also, like to your point of the quote you just said, like Donna is expressing gratitude to David for doing something that she knows he doesn't like and he just throws it back in her face.
2: That's all why he can't... does in this entire scene.
0: Yeah, it's like why can't he be like, "Oh yeah, I I usually don't" but I really wanted to spend time with you. End of sentence. Yeah, which, like,
2: this, again, makes me think that, like, you know, we've just found out about, like, Donna had that project that she was really stressed about in the episode where David forced her to drop everything to have dinner with him. Mm -hmm. There's this one where she's obsessed with school. She's got this, like, insane professor that gives really hard quizzes. Like, I think all of that is building up to something Maybe Donna admitting she's jealous of Brandon and Kelly's intimacy is going to bring that back into the picture, especially because, you know, we've seen them repeatedly be like, I can't stop thinking about what your grandmother said to us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I just, I'm really hating all these scenes where David, in my opinion as a viewer, belittles Donna and they try and make it out to be some like romantic
0: thing. And like, It is sweet that he says he loves her and that that's not going to change. I think what's not sweet, though, is, like, the the under-the-breath comment. And that's what, like, if he really believes that, if he really believes that he loves her and that's not going to change, and if he really believes that Donna shouldn't be threatened by anything or anyone else, that includes him. Yeah, like...
2: When she says she's jealous and it's her fault that they don't have that, he should have been like, "You, you can't talk about yourself that way. I don't yes. like that you talk about yourself that way."
0: We will get there when we are ready.
2: Yeah, when you are ready, and I will be there for you, because this is your decision and it has nothing to do with Brandon and Kelly.
0: Yes, if you're not ready, I'm not ready. If you're not ready, nobody's ready. Like, like this is not happening. Yeah, but that's but, not but how that no happened. Problem. Like, the, ugh, yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying it was like so close. But because of that little part, it threw it all off.
2: Yeah. And then we get this like pretty cute scene where Kelly goes to see Brandon and explain to him like what happened to her last night and why she has the feelings that she has. And then he pulls the wand out to give to her. And apparently Magic Morton. Is a hoarder and he pulls out a 15 year old letter from Kelly's dad asking for a wand.
0: Yeah, that was a stretch for me, but <laughs> I mean, I have
2: issue I have some issues about them redeeming her dad again. Like, yes, I think you know, being an adult and getting reacquainted with a dad who wasn't in your life as a child is like. You know, personal decision. I can't say either way which is the right or wrong decision. But this is not the first time that Kelly has tried to have a relationship with her dad as an adult. And the last time, she went on a coke binge. Like, I'm really scared for her if she's going to read this letter and decide to let him back
0: in her life. And she met another sister she didn't know she had.
2: Yeah. Like, it's not like he's been a good person. And, like, I think she already knew that his gifts were not meaningful gifts. but. Mm -hmm then she finds out that she and long lost sister have been getting identical gifts their entire life like yeah okay
0: well and i can understand from the standpoint of closure yeah but not to like you said redeem him in any sort of way like i'm not interested in that i'm interested in kelly's journey not bill Mm -hmm. taylor's journey
2: yeah and i would think it would be closure if we didn't see val with the business card later
0: for sure oh yeah no it ain't about to be closure (laughs) yeah
2: But I guess kind
0: of what is closure is
2: the entire gang has shown up with all the food. They're ready to have a brunch to surprise Kelly and Brandon and, like, celebrate Brelly. (laughs) And, like, it's basically back to normal. Like, Val comes in and wants to help. Claire's really cold to her because of her actions, which Mm -hmm. is fair. Mm -hmm. And then Steve goes to get Brandon and is like, we need to have an impromptu house meeting very seriously which was so good
0: like so good it just wasn't Steve's idea like definitely it was Claire's like when Claire yeah. <clears throat> when Claire called him earlier and was like I have a mission for you it was go get food and you're going to say this to Brandon
2: <laughs> yeah basically like make sure Brandon doesn't see this and then get Brandon downstairs by any means necessary yes Yes, yeah, but yeah, it's a whole thing. They surprise them. The guys split off with Brandon. The girls split off with Kelly, and then Val is off to the side, and then basically just like leaves. She's like, nobody wants me here anyway, and nobody stops her.
0: Yeah, it's like Steve like sort of tries to, but not that hard. Like not no, hard as- enough to like convince her at all.
2: Yeah, he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm leaving. No one wants me here. And then he just turns back around and it's like, and let's like, have oh.
0: bagels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, damn it, Val didn't cut those bagels, didn't slice those bagels. Damn it. Good thing she's yep. upstairs.
2: <laughs> I would have loved her. Yeah, she really
1: didn't do anything. And they were just like, God bless. Valerie, one job. <laughs> I hope she cut them like hamburger style. <laughs> or not hamburger style. Like instead of slicing it in half like the right way, she did it the other way. Top, so you just have bagel C's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to eat this, Valerie? God. I don't
2: know. I don't eat carbs. Right. But yeah, she goes up to the room and we've already talked about it like 17 times. She calls Bill Taylor's 800 number.
0: I. There are no bounds. Like. Valerie will go to any length. Yeah. To own Kelly. And I'm kind of here for it. (laughs) I love it so
2: much. Like this just blew up massively in her face she ended up alone everyone hates her again and she can't help it she's got to nope. keep going
0: she's got to keep going she got to keep doubling down and doubling down and doubling down
2: it's so funny and i love it like truly this is when i texted y'all earlier i was like val does val and kelly does kelly and like there's no other words about it
0: no because it's so consistent with all of their behaviors
1: yep I really want Val to invest that one ten thousand $10,000 that she got to keep um, in whatever thing that Bill, Bill Taylor, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. his company does. I hope she does that. But I'm really hoping that there is some kind of weird reunion that Val somehow orchestrates that doesn't go how she wants it to, but like gets Kelly and dad talking and then um, makes Kelly just be like, you did this and I'm happy now and I love you. Ooh, okay. Because see, I can see everything
2: up to that happening where like she goes to invest her money. Bill uses it as an excuse to come to Beverly Hills and try and get back in with Kelly again, not realizing that Val is nowhere near his daughter's friend. And then it does work and he does get back in with Kelly And then, like, at that point, my mind goes blank because (laughs) I would love that to happen where she's like, it's been you all along. It was always you. Oh, my God. But in reality, I think she'll be like, I will tolerate you now. Don't mess it up.
1: Yeah. I just really want, like, Kelly to just get real vulnerable and be like, I don't think you really understand what all of this meant to me. And then Val, like, actually having her little icy heart melt a little bit and them just kissing the end. That's
0: all we all want.
1: Give That's the what people we all what they want. All right, Mary, you have a new chapter. <laughs> right? I'm just like, okay, I'm taking notes in my brain.
2: All right, Mary, you're going to rewrite 300 episodes of television.
1: Better get started. (laughs) You only need starting at what
0: season? Five, five, yeah. So if if we just want Val,
2: but we have made requests for Brenda as well. So that's
0: true, and for Brandon and Dylan. So okay, well we'll get
1: Brandon and Dylan together early, so there will just be. And if you you get
0: steady couple, like the steady.
2: Mm-hmm. And Whatever. if you get them together early, then there's nothing getting in the way of Kelly and Val.
0: Yes. Perfect. Unless it's Brenda. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I want I want Brenda to somehow get in the way of like Dylan Brenda Val so that it's just like a weird like W V shape instead of a triangle.
1: Yeah. We're going to have, like, a love zigzag. Yeah. Well, like, who, like,
0: realistically, who do we want Brenda to end up with?
2: I mean, in my mind,
0: I want Dylan. Yeah, right. But they can't be Eskimo sisters, can they? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I mean, I guess they could. That's just. (laughs) You know what? It,
2: It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Everything is just that, like, meme of. Charlie from It's Always Sunny with all the the red yeah, string. Oh,
1: exactly, I was sunny. like, I need my corkboard and string. We'll figure this out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, um, Caitlin, do you have a quote of the week
0: of the many amazing ones? See, that's the thing. Like, there were so many good ones. I think it's just let's see. Ooh, okay, I do have one, and it is actually not said by either Val or Kelly. Okay. Um, is
2: it... Let me scroll through and see. Because I don't think I wrote any quotes that weren't
0: by them. I also just realized their couple name Other is than- almost like Valkyrie. Ooh. it's like
1: Val That's Kelly. That's fun. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, okay.
2: right? <laughs> so, yeah. I guess the only quote I wrote that wasn't them was Magic Borton's, like, my fans never come four hours late. I put on a tie. But I would also probably throw in the – when they're at the police station and Brandon wants to make his phone call to Kelly and then Steve's like, we should really use that phone call for our lawyers. And the cop's like, oh, you should listen to your friend. He's really smart. And Brandon's just like, you wouldn't say that if you knew him.
1: Which is hilarious because my quote that I wrote down is Brandon saying, Warning, Sanders' advice often is defective and doesn't come with a factory warranty.
0: So it would have been that if I had written that one down, but it's not. And it's the one that you said, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the one I stumbled through. No, just like,
0: but yeah. that's it. Like, oh, you don't know him very well. <laughs> Oh
1: gosh, boys! All right, Mary. What about you? Um, before I get into my moment of the week, which means before I decide what it was, um, <laughs> I do I do have to point out, um, when, okay, the scene where Donna and David are at Whole Foods and they're walking out with their cart or whatever. Donna turns around to like face david and she has a mic pack on her pants <laughs> what oh, yes man, it. <laughs> just oh. right there blatant and um it was really funny because you like y'all were talking about like crop tops and abs and that entire scene i don't remember what they were saying because i was like hmm, crop tops and abs and then she turns <laughs> and i'm like mic pack <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is a
2: better sighting than a boomy sighting it's
0: like <laughs> yeah Oh, my God. That's like like seeing a crew member get on screen, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. It was oh. so funny. And then she didn't have the mic pack on her pants when she came into Casa Walsh in the same outfit. Oh, my, my gosh. God. Yeah, because honestly, that's better
2: than, like, if you see crew in periphery or, like, things where, like, maybe they changed the aspect ratio when they put it on streaming or put it on DVDs. Like, that's a true miss that
0: they messed up. Yes. That's like Love showing it. the Walsh house up here, <laughs> and you're not supposed to.
1: <laughs> the Took me right in. out of the scene.
0: Yeah.
1: So, just kidding. That was my moment of the week. Yeah, that's,
0: that's <laughs> worthy. That's a good was, one. Yeah, very worthy of a moment of the week, for sure.
1: Oh, totally unrelated. I don't know why I just
2: thought of it, but we also – should mention that I guess like Tracy is officially 100% gone because Brandon does not work at the the TV station oh, anymore.
0: Yeah, that's right. Like he says he meets the new anchor.
2: He turned over the keys. He mm-hmm. gave everything to the new station manager. Like he's out of TV.
0: Crazy. Like we just like. Yeah. And we've got like
2: five episodes left in the season or something. Yeah. Five episodes left, including the two part finale. But, yeah, he's just done.
0: Crazy. Like, that ended so abruptly, and he put two, well, one season of the TV station, but the entire season of the TV station. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, I turned in my keys, I'm done. Like, he really is kind of just coasting <laughs> he, the end of the That's year. what he does. Man.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know what he's going to do next week.
0: Kelly. Well, we'll find out, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yes. And
1: Val's gonna hear it. <laughs> oh, another thought on that. Um like questions answered about how Cindy was just so certain that um Brandon's girlfriend snuck into his room that one night. Yeah. Like yeah. This
2: house is
0: made of
1: paper. Right? right? <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Any better installation. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, next week, we'll find out if Brandon is just coasting, I guess, I hope, uh, in season seven, episode 28, All That Jazz. And I swear to God, if we don't have Valerie dancing jazz and this week was just her practicing for next week.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I've got like the Chicago soundtrack in my head. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm picturing, like, murder, betrayal, <laughs>
0: uh, other 90210 things. I mean, it would be kind of cool if we took a a true flashback episode, um, not to, like, the 40s or something, but maybe to, like, I don't know. Like, well, well maybe, so
2: maybe that time. We, we did the 60s. We did the 40s. And now we can do the 20s
0: that's true we
2: that would be kind of, in, in like not
0: just one scene but like a whole episode that'd be kind of cool
2: yeah that's that's my guess that's what i'm gonna go
1: with that's what okay. i want yeah watch. and so i guess oh sorry no <laughs> you're go. gonna be like watch it just be like jazz night at the p-pad oh
0: yeah that's probably what it's gonna be
1: <laughs> so i will say it is on paramount plus so,
0: oh,
2: if it is, it's going to be like a 40 minute episode instead of a 48 minute episode because they're going to be like jazz and then we're not going to see it,
0: right? And <laughs> they should be like, ah, eh, we cut it enough. That's fine. <laughs> it could
2: be it could be roaring 20s night at the pee pad.
0: That's true. I would love it's to nice. see the costumes. Well, because I, well, I guess we're in April, so it wouldn't be Mardi Gras. <laughs> I was going to say, is it go jazz, to Mayo? But- <laughs> <laughs> Well, we both are not talking about jazz, but (laughs) it's a theme, okay?
2: Yeah, I get nothing. I don't know how to, like, make it anything other than just a random thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to find out next week what excuse they have to put on flapper dresses and talk like movie stars.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Until then, you can follow us on Instagram at Back Podcast, And you can shoot us over an email if you'd like. with anything you want to say at backtopodcast
1: at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com.
2: And don't forget to go into your podcast app and rate, review, subscribe, share it with all your friends and family. All that stuff really helps us get seen and build a community. And that way we can give you all a better product. And if you go into your podcast app and leave us a review, we'll give you a shout out on the show because we really appreciate you. So until next week from all of us at Back to Podcast, I have to go prepare my apology brunch for missing your apology dinner.
0: I got to go figure out whatever workout
1: routine that aerobics class was because that if that's how they got their abs, that's what I want. I'm going to figure out how to win a contest without filling out a form. Bye. Bye. See ya.